the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's a Monday. How are you today? I had a good weekend. Spent uh, Friday night and Saturday night with my uh, grandson, who's three and a half years old. And I got to tell you what, that's always an experience. I I have forgotten what it's like to raise a three and a half year old. I'm glad I'm not raising him. Although I bet bet you have more intellectual conversations with him than what you'd have with a lot of politicians. Sometimes. Sometimes. He's pretty good. He's pretty good at uh, expressing himself now. It was really amazing how he went from hardly talking at all, and everybody was saying, I wish you would talk. I wish you would talk. I said, don't say that. Then he snapped. Well, it's just like saying about a kid, boy, I wish they would walk. Yeah. And then they don't walk, they run. <laughs> you know, they just get going. They get up off the off their hands and knees and start running. That's uh, about how, how uh, uh, Eli has done. But we had a good time together. We had our moments, you know. He's, he's at that age where he thinks he can look at you and say, No! Oh. Don't oh. talk to me like that! Um. And then I look at him and go, No, you don't talk to me like that. Go stand in the corner. <laughs> Kids are smart. They test their boundaries. They're smart. Oh, yeah. Well, they get to that age where they think, and, and it, it comes fast, where they think to know everything. Mm. Now, this it will not stop. Later, it, oh, it comes <laughs> even worse during the teenagers. I know. I've been there. Gone through it four times. That was enough. I couldn't go through it fifth time. Mm. Seriously, I had four teenagers in my household at one time. Wow. And I swear to you, that was in Texas, that. I was sure that one of the newspapers, the headline is going to be talk show host kills four. <laughs> I really did uh, one, a few I had, times. <laughs> I had someone tell me one time that grandchildren was the reward for not killing your children. Sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. That's pretty good. I'm just saying that sometimes. All right. That's sometimes. Uh, anyway, it was fun having Eli over. Had a good time. Bought him a dump truck and a... Uh, a uh, what? What else did we get him? A uh, a bulldozer. Oh, hey, every kid. And he was out there. Friday was good because he's able to get outside and play in the dirt. Right, mm. that's good for a kid. Get out and get dirty and play in the dirt and have a good time. And then Saturday rained. Mm. Saturday, no going outside. So now it was it was Pop and and Eli on our hands and knees on the carpeting in the, in the living room with blocks, <laughs> picking That's up the good. blocks with the bulldozer, putting uh. them into the dump truck, and the dump truck going over to the other side, the carpet and duck, and dumping them, and then repeating mm. Wow! for hour. You mean he didn't sit hour. on the couch with a computer looking at the no, computer screen? No, I try to keep him from doing that. I've been, I try to keep my grandkids from doing that. Hooray. I succeed until a certain age. 
And then at a certain age, no good anymore. No good. And in fact, to get my older ones to come visit me, uh, what I'm going to do is I think for Christmas, I'm going to buy a, a PlayStation 5 and a TV and put it in the front bedroom so when they come over they can play video games and they'll be in the house but i still won't see them wow <laughs> that's, the way, that's uh, the way it works man the way it works they uh, want me to come in and play and my hand and eye coordination is still good but i'm not interested in chasing you know mythical monsters yeah. on a tv screen around all day if you want to play the one of the sports games, I'll play that with you. They don't mm-hmm. want to play sports games. Mm. I just never got into that stuff altogether. Yeah, I did a little age. bit. Uh, I didn't at any age. Just I found it. that motorcycles and yeah. AK-47s compete with video games. Not yeah. necessarily. <laughs> I'm just telling you. I didn't have a motorcycle, but I just couldn't sit in the house that long. Yeah. I uh, tried to get I didn't either, but I do now. Yeah. Well, it was different when we were younger. I'm just telling you, we yeah. wanted to be outside. Yeah. Kids today, yeah. they could care less. One of my favorite commercials, that one that's on television with the kid that's sitting on the couch and he rings up grandma. He says, hey, grandma, can you bring me another grape soda? Have you seen that one? Did she hit him in the back of the head with it? No, no. I'm just saying <laughs> she just looks at the camera like, what? <laughs> wow. Iverson, you had an interesting thing. We won't say where you got it or what it was about or whatever, but you, you got something sent to you oh, yeah. as a text. <laughs> yeah, I did. It's uh, something that was supposed to be. I, I asked Paul, I said, how in the world – is the Democrat Party still existing? <laughs> he said because the education, the public school system, and uh, you know, I'm a product of the public schools. I could take that a little personal. Well, but, but some people recover. At, some people some do people actually survive in spite, of, in spite, in spite of, of, of their terrible circumstances. I mean, there are people that come out of prostitution and all sorts all of, of terrible yeah. situations. I, I think we had survive, a really, right. really great uh, school when I was going to school. Hours. You know, school system, I thought, was really, really good. But, you know, when you look at now, we just make uh, so many excuses for students. And the, and the objective is for them to learn despite where, you know, whatever your background is. It makes them feel better yeah. about themselves. Well, you know, you're not going to feel good about yourself if you can't read a gas pump. That's going to be, you know, you feel pretty well, it's, bad. It's one, of the, it's one of those things that, well, I'll feel good now and not learn anything. Or, uh, or I'll feel terrible later because I don't know anything. Yeah, one of those kind of a, a poor planning. You know, here's and here's the thing: we know because statistics bear it out, whether anyone wants to agree with it or not, is uh, most of the people that end up in the uh, uh, system, uh, uh, criminal justice mm-hmm. system, on the wrong side of it, I should say, like that, they uh, did very poorly in school, and uh, you or know, dropped out, or dropped out of school, didn't finish school, so. So there it is right there. But anyway, this is supposed to be a paragraph. And it goes, if, I-F, the next word is not a word, is U-R-D. The next word is not a word, (laughs) L-I-F-M-O-S-E-C. The next word is not a word, F-R-U-M. I I think that's supposed to be from. The next word is not a word, uh, C-H-U-C-E-H-E-S. I don't know. The next word is it. Is this in code? Uh, I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> is, is it the only word spelled correctly? Uh, if and it. If and it. 
Yeah, okay. and then, they got a couple, right? So then, they get then, a star. Uh, uh, the next word is U-O-S. The next word is own. Well, you know, a, a couple of prepositions. Uh, the next word is my, M-I. The next word is B-R-F-D-A. So there you go. Okay. That was now, that, and, now and that's that you one got, line. Somebody told you what that was supposed to say. Yeah. Uh, I heard live music at Chuck E. Cheese. That said, I heard live music at Chuck E. Cheese. And uh, there's no, absolutely no punctuation. And I know this is not Hebrew. <laughs> <laughs> you sure it's not Russian? <laughs> yeah. And I'm supposed to be reading this from left to right, not right to left. So there you go. And, you know, what what happens today is we'll make excuses, pat them on the head and say, oh, that's OK, because you don't have the perfect, um, you know, background. Your, your home situation is not perfect. Therefore, you don't need to learn to read and write. Uh, so you excused. And, this and that's is a exactly what, fourth the opposite. Grader? Yes, that's exactly the opposite of what needs to happen wow. is is we should be even the more concerned and uh, making sure that they can read and write because education is the way out of poverty, is the number one way out of poverty. I agree. It helps. Ask Ben Carson. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. There you go. You know, yeah, his mother would make Carson excuses. And she Condoleezza could read and write. And yeah. a lot of them. Ask, ask folks well, sitting around the, this table. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's the, true. The thing about it is the federal government getting more involved in our school system is not the answer to that problem. That's what? It is it's the, the what? cause of wait, that wait, problem. What? 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 It's not the answer? They, they, they're they not going to do a better job? More, more well, money. More, more money is the answer to all problems, isn't it? Uh, yeah, yeah, right. More right. tax money, yeah. So, you know, the federal government, we're selling out to the federal government. And, you know, the funny thing is the more money you get from the federal government – the more red tape and stipulations that come along with it of things that you have to do that have nothing to do with education. And they have so leveraged what they give. I mean, what do they give? 13%, something Somewhere like that? Nine. It's nine. Okay, less. So that's even better about 9%. leverage. But they control 100%. Yeah. Pretty they, close to 100%. They give about 9% or 10% right around in there, but they give you 99% of your rules. Absolutely. See, teachers don't have time to teach because they're doing all the regulations and things they're supposed to be that's doing. That's exactly right. If you get out of the teacher's way and leave them in the room, then They'll they can practice job. their craft. They would do, they would do a awesome good job. job. I'm telling you. And, and just like in any profession, you're going to have some outliers that are uh, not going to do well in any profession. You know, that's going to be the same. But our teachers work really, really hard and uh, just don't deserve what they have to put up with. But let, See, let's talk about something else that's important, and that is the family. Family's not doing their part, all right? No. And part of that is because the family here in this country have bought into a lot of BS types of philosophies as well. You know, you're supposed to be always happy in your marriage. And if you're not happy in your marriage, well, then just call it off. Yeah. You know, and, and, just, and, do it again. and just move on. Call it uh, off here's another one. Uh, a, oh. sing, a single mother can raise a, a child as, you know, as well as a, uh, as a family. And nothing against single moms mm-hmm. or single dads. But if you got two people, it works a whole lot better than if it's just one of you. I know that because I was stuck as a single parent uh, for about a year and a half. And I can tell you, I couldn't be as good of a dad as I wanted to be uh, when I had um, a person who was helping me out. Uh, Number two, that you both have to have 
Um, you know, you both got to work all the time. And then you come home at night and you're so tired, you don't want to spend time with your kid. Or pick them up at daycare on the way home. Yeah. Which I'm not, I'm not against. I'm not trying to be negative against people that have to do that. But when you look at the taxation and the, and the cost of living today because of all the social programs that we've got. Uh, Which came about because the people bought into yes. the government uh, explanations about what they needed to do. Like they both ed- have to have jobs. Yeah, they're going to educate our children. So let's both work and we'll send our kids off. And the government will educate our children because while we we're know both it, at work working. Yeah. It takes, because, a, it uh, takes uh, a, vill- a village to I mean, raise you know, a child. Think, let's think about this. Uh, let's slow it down and think about it just a little bit. I think we turn more to start turning toward materialism. You know, that's true. And, and once you start turning toward materialism, then you you have to have you say, well, we can't make it without two parents working. I'll that's tell you, right. raising a child is work. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it, is. it is. So once that we bought into that. Well, if you if you're, you know, saying to a woman, if you're not working outside the home, then, you know, you have uh, you don't have that much value because you're not. That is insane. Well, that it, is it, absolutely insane. That's the hardest job you can have is raising a child. Yeah, or it, it may depend on. And uh, and I won't say I'm not guilty, too, but it may depend on if you want two new cars. Well, and, and what again, kind of house you back want? Back to materialism, and, and then and you know vacation you can, you can and stuff prioritize. like that. So yeah, you can. Uh, I've lived both ways, and mm-hmm. and I was just as happy the way I grew up as as the way as the, as blessed as I am right now. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back with more. The morning show on a Monday. How you doing today? Hope that uh, your weekend was good and that you don't have too much of a hangover from it, and you're ready to get <laughs> at it here on a Monday morning. Welcome here at 101.1 FM, The Answer. All right, so are you guys ready? Oh, by the way, you guys but are uh, Iverson Jackson, Pastor Iverson Jackson. Uh, Artie Hopper is here, as well as Paul Calvert. Uh, Jan couldn't make it today. She's uh, giving a speech somewhere tonight, from what I understand. Did you see where she was going to be She's at? Hot Springs uh, Village, I believe. Okay, uh, Hot Springs. I know it's going to be Hot Springs. Uh, the, I think the uh, lieutenant governor is going to be there. Oh, wow. Lieutenant governor, uh, uh, Congressman Hill, Congressman Westerman, and I think uh, Secretary um, uh, Thurston. Oh, Thurston's going to oh, be there, too. Uh, lieutenant he, governor also. Thurston yeah. is now the—he's he, the secretary of state now. I forgot. He was uh-huh. land commissioner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's—I'm— He's Secretary of State yeah, now. Yeah, he is Secretary of State now. Land Commissioner Catch now. up is, with history. Yeah, so I think it's going to be about right. five. Five right. I may have okay, put so one too many the, the new Land Commissioner is is Tommy Land. Tommy Land. Are they giving him, give him – yeah, that makes sense. Land yeah. for yeah. Land Commissioner. Yeah. He was destined. Yeah, does it, is it uh, something where they're just meeting the candidates or is it a, a fundraiser? I don't uh, – the flyer. I don't think it's a fundraiser. It may, okay. yeah, it may be a fundraiser because it's a ticketed. Hill. It's a ticketed event. Okay. So, so yes, it's right. a fundraiser. So either it's a fun. It's a fundraiser either for the people putting it on, or for the people who are coming to speak. Now, the good thing about the uh, and I know uh, Jan doesn't charge money, so no, it's not for no. her. Republican parties, we have fun fundraisers. Yeah, <laughs> Democrats take. Well, you've been going to a few fun. of them, haven't you? I've been going to quite a few of them, okay. and, we, and we always have a lot of fun have at the fundraisers. So, no, yeah. no, good, good. Anyway, bottom line is uh, that's where Jan is today. She'll be back uh, next uh, Monday, and Paul will take a Monday off, and Jan will be back, and RD will be here if he chooses to. 
if if his people show up for work. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's what it exactly comes down right. to. Yeah, that's what it, it comes, comes down, down to. That a lot of the time. show must go on. The show must yeah, go on. Yeah, you got to make money. That's <laughs> you know, a big I thing. tell them that all the time, man. <laughs> don't ever overrate yourself. Okay, now we're we're going to have to take a break for uh, news at the bottom of the hour. But when we come back from news, I'd like to talk about the circus that will begin today. You guys do know there's a circus in town starting today. It rolled into the Capitol in Washington, D.C., and the Judiciary Committee will be getting <laughs> together and talking about Amy Coney Barrett today. And yeah. they're, they're already saying, here's what we're going to talk about, and the, the Democrats have been making their, their mind up of how they're going to attack this woman because the Roman Catholic attack that they thought they were going to do they backed off. Is, not, yeah. is not working well. Yeah. Uh, in their, you know, when they look at their polls, isn't Joe Biden Roman Catholic? Yeah, but I might have thought no, that he, went no, through a little. He doesn't call himself <laughs> Roman. He calls himself Irish Catholic, as though that's a form of Catholicism, which it isn't. <laughs> no. But the bottom line is, uh, they're going to they're going to they're going to back off of that and expect that you'll hear ACA as much as you hear ACB. I'm just saying that's that's what you're going to hear. We talking initials now we don't talk in names <laughs> but the uh, the affordable uh, act you're going to hear a lot about that you're the, the irony of Obama the affordable care, care act, because yeah. they're saying that if uh, you know uh, if Amy gets on to the uh, Supreme Court that that the, Demo- uh, the Republicans are going to get rid of it. I, I sure wish my my health insurance was was affordable like like it was <laughs> like, affordable I mean, back, back before, before we had the affordable. Yeah. Care, yeah. Right? Yeah. Mine's only gone up seventy percent. Well, I think mine's I up think about one hundred and twenty percent, maybe one hundred and fifty. Wow. I mean, I, I think I was paying a little under six hundred a year back before Obamacare was enacted, and now it's I think it's probably. 14 or 15 free is expensive guys free is really expensive people who pay for the free Uh, somebody pays for it and you take away freedom when you give away free because you take somebody else's money and their freedom to spend it the way they know that's the easiest thing to do is give away somebody else's stuff and and you empower government and and so a lot of cases you know i I would rather government take my money and burn it rather than use it because when government uses our money they hurt people yeah. Well, we know that Republicans don't like Obamacare, don't we? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. We we talked about. That's I talked about that deal. with a lot of them about <laughs> five, six <laughs> years ago. Both of them, yeah. But both of the Republicans in Arkansas. <laughs> yeah. No, well, no, no, the no there's more than that. They, they were they were enough there. They could have they, they could have stopped, stopped it, it. Right. and they didn't. They said, "Well, we're going to do it, but we're going to do it in a Republican way." Yeah. Problem was, it was called Obamacare. And the final decision was made by the president and not by the Republicans, so uh, it made make any difference how they felt. We're back. It's uh, 25 minutes uh, to 7 here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Good to have you along. The uh, confirmation hearings for Amy Coney Bryant uh, will begin today in Washington, D.C. I don't think we're going to be uh, carrying anything live today have you heard anything heidi about that are we carrying are we uh, carrying anything live on the air by any chance i'm trying to are we ta- are we carrying anything live uh on the confirmation hearings today i hadn't heard anything about it and usually they let me know russ usually lets me know if we're going to carry live stuff so i'm going to assume we're not going to but when you turn on rush this afternoon He'll be talking about it, 
He'll probably click over live once in a while. And I know Sean will talk about it today, and he'll also do the same thing. So you can expect it. They're not going to be starting before I get uh, off the air. If they were, we'd be listening to them live right now, I guarantee you, because I want you to know what's going on. Uh, Opening statement today from what I've read uh, from uh, uh, Barrett. uh, I think I said Brian. It's Barrett. Uh, Barrett is going to be a lot of stuff about uh, Justice Scalia, who was her mentor and is her hero, and who she uh, says is the way she, you know, bases her way of looking at the Constitution. Uh, I saw something about Pelosi saying, well, you know, Scalia really stuck with the law, but, you know, he was willing to reach across. The aisle. Oh, shut up, woman. Would you just please shut up? I get so t- I wish she would just <coughs> shut up. Don't you guys wish you just shut up? I mean, look, the president and 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 Munchkin came back with uh, what one point eight trillion dollars. Now she wants like two point two, and she can't even have a civil discussion on the separation at all. We could just open the country back up and skip that all together. Yeah, so. did you see what the WHO said about that? They said yeah. that might not be a bad idea. Might not be a bad idea. Oh. All of this right now is a political game for the presidency. Basically, the Republicans really? have the Republicans <laughs> have the vote. They have the vote. Yeah, I but, mean, but the, there's going to the, be a big show, but the big show is winning favor with the American people. Graham said that he expects that uh, Amy will be a Supreme Court justice by the 29th of this month. Boom! You got to give everybody a little bit of time to. They gotta get their. They gotta have their FaceTime. Yeah, they got. Everybody's gotta Let's have their FaceTime. I want to see how much Senator Harris wants. How yeah. much will she want? I don't you think know. She'll defame Ray another woman. Think she'll defame another woman? I, I, I say give them rope. Give them rope. The more that they say, the the better off we are. A mother of seven. Yeah, yeah. That's a that's a rope. Wow. That's a rope saying that she can't make ju- judgment calls because she has too many children. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Do you I mean, realize? Do you realize the world rope. The World Health Organization was all about shutting down everybody. Yes. Remember that? Yes. Let me read their latest statement. All right. Quote: We're in the uh, we in the World Health Organization do not advocate lockdowns as the uh, primary means of control of this virus. That's from the group's envoy, Dr. David Nabarro. He told World Health Leaders and Media Sunday, quote, the only time we believe a lockdown is justified is to buy you time to reorganize, regroup, and rebalance your resources, protect your health workers who are exhausted, but by and large, we'd rather not do it. Wow. So so we're back to... What President Trump wants wants to do all along. <laughs> we keep coming back and, and, and to that. So maybe they're finally realizing that in some of these poorer countries, their people are going to be starving. So, so maybe worst case scenario might lose half half a percent of the population, or or, or two tenths of a percent of a pop of the population from the virus. But if you keep some of this nonsense up, you li- might lose five percent to starvation. Yeah, some, right, now somebody's got to work. Here's what they said before. I'm going to take you back to March. All right. And this was from the uh, uh, director general, and I can't pronounce his name. Quote, these measures are the best way to suppress and stop transmission so that when 
restrictions are lifted, the coronavirus doesn't resurge. The last thing any country needs is to open schools and businesses only to be forced to close them again because of resurgence. You Just know, the opposite of what they're saying now. Exactly. So what were they right then or were they right now? Are they wrong now and right then? <laughs> I mean, maybe I mean, they're, they're classic government experts. Yeah. They never knew what they were talking about. Well, these are worse than just government oh. experts. These are world, world government, world government, government experts. experts. And that makes them, your title makes you smarter than uh, anyone else. Uh, uh, you know, and anybody else. So mm. they, they, there yeah, you go. they've changed their whole story. It's More like Fauci. Fauci. Fauci, what, right. three times on, masks, on the mask has flip flopped. Mm. I mean, you, you don't know what is truth and what isn't truth. Let's what let's give them this. The that, that, yes, th- there's a there's a learning curve. So let's let's curve. let's give them that right there. There is a learning curve. But you know, even with medical things, when, when it doesn't pass the common sense test, and w- once we figured out that that there's a ninety nine point plus survival rate, why are we shutting down anything? Yep. Good question. I, mean, I think and, that, that's to me. That's the whole and I, ball of wax. I think part of the issue is, and you've brought it up before, is the idea of acceptable losses. Yeah. When do we crawl into a hole because there, we're afraid of the losses? Because one death is too, is many. too many, and that's insane. That is that has right. that has been perpetuated on people right. for so long now that they honestly believe right. it. Well. If well, that's the it, case, then yeah, the, the, none of us should keep any of our money. All of it should be going into health care to get rid of heart disease, cancer, yeah. and everything Walking else. Walking across the street. One, yeah, <laughs> one death street, yeah. is too many. You know, all of this comes back to me to uh, local decisions are the best decisions. But, you know. Sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> well, hey, it's better. Well, hey, you well, have I'm more not saying it's not locally. better. Maybe yeah, you have more control. You have but more I'm control. saying that whole idea of one death is is one too many is, per, is permeated all That's the right. way down to uh, terra firma well, in this country. Well, we need to, what we need to do, we need to go ahead and elect Biden, and he'll put Como in place. And Como, uh, as the attorney general, will make real good decisions and solve all the problems yeah, he'll put in the country. Yeah, put sick people in uh, rest homes. Well, what he'll put yeah. healthy people in quarantine is a problem. Yeah. There has never been a time when we have quarantined healthy people. Right. Well, New York, and, you, and now you're doing. It. What are you going to call you know, that? New, New <laughs> York and New, New York and New Jersey, the two main states that put, you know, elderly people who they knew had the virus into rest homes, is where forty percent of the deaths in this country exist. Forty percent. That's correct. So, are they attributing those deaths to those two to uh, uh, government officials? So, no. I mean, Como's done everything he can to wash his hands of it. I mean, he should put on Roman gear and call himself Pilot. I wash my hands of this. <laughs> At least Pilot did ask the question, "What is truth?" <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. That's. <laughs> At least he did ask that. Kuma wouldn't know that if it bit him in the butt. Yeah, I tell you what. The Democrats, I think they look at it. Just look how much money we're saving. We, you know, so much society saving. these days look like they're taking money away from taking care of the elderly and, and propping up the younger generation that won't work. Yeah, now, that's also to, that's also something that backfired from the ACA is that you needed all these young people paying into it. Young people don't they buy don't have health the money. Ins- well, they don't buy health insurance, yeah. and they don't have the money. <laughs> they would if you. 
took their money Remember away from afford- them to make them get a job. Remember the first word of ACA? Affordable? Affordable. Hop. You know what the young people found out? Not so affordable. Not so affordable. Not so affordable. Well, it's not affordable for anybody. And then they and then everybody sold them a bill of goods about go out and, and borrow, you know, $30,000 and go to college. Uh, 30000 Well, mm-hmm. and more. But I mean, the <laughs> bottom year. line. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's and the then, starting. And then you don't have to pay it back. Yeah, we'll figure out a way back. that we'll pay it for you. Come on. Yeah. That's the way Stop you get elected. Stop the idiocy. Yeah, it's it promise free stuff. That's the way the Democrats tried to get elected is promise free stuff. But we're going to take from it. the rich and give to the poor they're and you have no obligation. It. You, you have know, no Biden obligation. is saying that they're going to give you at least two years of community college free, free. It ain't free. It will so never who, who's be free. Gonna pay the professors. Kamala Harris said she's going well, to give the teachers free. Kamala Harris says she's going to give the teachers a 13% raise. Well, I don't know, but last time I looked at teachers were state employees. Is the federal government going to have more subsidies and more control over oh, they'll our come children? Up, they'll come up with a way of saying if you don't raise their salary, we won't give you more money. And so to get more money, the state legislatures will say, well, we can't turn around that free money that the government wants to give us. So give them a 13% raise so we can get another 3% from the federal government. Well, where's, hey, that where's sounds like a matching fund. That sounds like issue one right there. <laughs> where's all this money coming from? That's, whenever they say something free to oh, one the rich group. rich people. Come on. Democrats say from the rich people. <laughs> we're going to get rid of the we, Trump, the rid of the Trump uh, tax cuts and only tax the people who make $400,000 or more. Take a look. Go back and look at the Trump tax cuts. You got a tax cut, too. You made extra money, about $4,000 for yeah. a family of four. Wow. Are you saying they're not being honest? Of course not. We know they're not honest. <laughs> we know they're not honest. All right, quarter to seven. Got to get another break in. Traffic, weather, all that good stuff. We got it for you right here at 1011 FM, The Answer. So as you follow the uh, confirmation hearing, because I know most of us uh, will not, like I will for the most part, sit down at your TV and turn on C-SPAN and, and watch the confirmation hearings and, and listen to what's going on. Uh, a lot of you won't be able to do that. But here's what I will tell you. Political had an article came out uh, over the weekend and said, uh, perhaps recognizing that their anti-Catholic bigotry may not go over so well and may not be tolerated by the judiciary chair, Lindsey Graham, they will focus this nomination on health care. Quote, when Barrett sits down in front of the Senate Judiciary Committee for her confirmation hearings this week, expect to hear the acronym ACA, or Affordable Care Act, at least as much as you hear ACB or Amy Coney Barrett. Mm-hmm. All right, that, that's what political is saying. And political is not, nor is the Hill uh, newspapers uh, from up there on the, on the hills, so to speak, uh, conservative uh, voice pieces at all they are very very liberal and even they are talking about what's going on with this mm-hmm. says after uh, paying respects to the late ruth bader ginsburg schumer pelosi and biden huddled in the capitol to make sure their party was united in the campaign against her successor now this is this is from political amid the gop's unpress <laughs> unprecedented Un- i tell you it's unprecedented they <laughs> unprecedented. would do this you mean, it, it, you mean uh, it, it, push it, to fill a supreme court vacancy right before the election 
uh, with conservative Amy Coney Barrett saying as though that's true. That is a false. They got two big lies here right off the bat. Uh, the top Democratic leaders agreed the party sites would not shift from health care. From senators on the Judiciary Committee to rank-and-file Democrats to the national debate stages, the relentless focus on health care has only become more intense with an election in three weeks and the high court set to consider a challenge for the ACA. When Barrett sits down in front of the Senate Judiciary Committee for her confirmation hearings this week, expect to hear the acronym ACA at least as much as you hear ACB. So there you go. So right the, from the moment that Ruth Bader Ginsburg di- died, Pelosi, Schumer, and Biden, Biden, I mean, everybody acting like Biden, not part of all of this, <laughs> was meeting with them saying, how do we, you know, push that this is a way of getting rid of the Affordable Care Act. So are they going to not bring abortion? Is that not going to be one of their main? No, I, I know that's kind of tied to the ACA is, is ACA. But is tied around abortion. Abortion, because that was their but whole they'll try, thing. They'll try not to say that word <laughs> uh, during the committee meetings. They'll say reproductive freedom oh, and yeah, things yeah, of that, yeah. thing, that yeah, kind of stuff. Yeah, a woman's right, uh, yeah. even after the baby is born. Uh, they have all kinds of different semantic terms that they will use. Woman's right to choose. You know, they won't talk about abortion. And but I'm going to keep on saying what I say. Late-term abortion is execution. Of course. It's an execution of a human being. It is. That's what it is. Abortion in itself, I believe that is what it is. But it's in an execution when 10 minutes before it was in the womb and it was a nothing, and 10 mm. minutes later it's come through the birth canal and now it's a human being. That's insane. Well, of course it is. It's insane. So, so here. The next step is... Does it have the right to live after it's born? Yeah, they're fighting it, that. They're well, going through that now. And, it, and if born. you and if you deal with that on their so-called principles, well, it's not viable until it's a little older. So that, that's kind of been the idea with abortion. Well, it's, the, the child's not viable. And can't live outside. Can't the live womb. outside the womb until they're at least twenty, twenty-three, twenty-four that's weeks, been or whatever it is. Misproven we, we, by right. science, and, and so so as, as by what technology? Yeah. Science. 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 They don't want to so say as, that. As technology advances, they're able to keep children alive at earlier and earlier ages. And the, the thing is, that what is the principle? Is it the principle? Is this is a person? That's that's why they're valuable. Right. That's why they're protectable. Well, Clinton said they have no. And, no rights. Yeah, and, and that's the thing is, so do they have child. rights because they're a person or do they have rights because they're viable? Guess what? A person isn't viable to live outside the womb alone until they're, what, 10 years old? Well, <laughs> let me let me just say that. That's good. Then. And I want to make a point here because there's people who are thinking, well, you know, Trump's going to win big in, in Arkansas or whatever, and I'm not going to go to the poll. Go and vote. Yeah. It's very important that you go and vote. The p- political states it this way. The stakes couldn't be higher for Democrats, who are more optimistic than ever of making Schumer majority leader of the Senate. The only way he can do that is if there's more Democrats than Republicans. Mm -hmm. And putting Biden in the White House because Republicans are already committed to voting for her and confirm her unilaterally. Most of the drama in the committee surrounds how Democrats handle the nomination. But let me read that for you again. The stakes couldn't be higher for Democrats. Mm. 
who are more optimistic than ever of making Schumer majority leader and putting Biden in the White House because they figure we're not going to lose the House. So Pelosi stays where she is. Let's get Schumer in as majority leader, God forbid us, and Biden in the White House. That God was, double forbid that's that. Bad. But and, was so, a, and, 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 was and to kind of reiterate <laughs> what you're talking about, even if you don't want to vote for president, get out and vote against issue one. There are issues on the ballot, people. Even if you don't care about voting for anybody on the ballot, there are issues to vote against. Why, especially a vote i got to ask this girl. Why wouldn't you want to vote for Donald Trump? Because you don't like him? Who cares? Right. I could care less I don't like the guy. I'm not particularly fond of him, but I'll tell you this. What he's done what in he's this done. country is a whole lot better than what Biden wants to turn back. Is abortion important? Of course it's important. Absolutely. Well, he wants yeah. to have abortion until birth. Or maybe after. Period. <laughs> yeah. Period. I mean, it's no ifs, ands, or buts about yeah. that. Yep. It's, it's he wants freedom. to make it the law of the land. His words, not mine. Wow. Is, is religious freedom important? Yeah. <laughs> well, how many churches were closed about Sunday? that Wednesday? Well, that's exactly right. So if, if, if you're not going to get out and vote now, <clears throat> if there's not any issues you think is important right now, yeah. then I don't know what's important to you. Let yeah. me tell you what, back in the days of the Civil War, there were a lot of people didn't think Lincoln was a nice guy. Yeah. But they voted for him. Mm-hmm. They voted for him because you didn't want the people that were trying to get into the White House instead of him. And That's it's right. the same way right now. It is exactly the same. It's, it's the, uh, just like slavery was the moral issue of the day then, abortion is the moral issue of the day now. Well, is a republic worth fighting for? Is a republic worth fighting for? Not this for country is built on, on a republic. And like Trump or not, he has let the states decide what they're going to do yeah. in this issue. Absolutely. He has run this country the way our forefathers and the founders intended this country to be run. The Democrats say the federal government should have taken over and made everybody do things the way the federal government wanted to do it. One last statement before we take a break here, and that is uh, Joyce Elliott has been lying to the voters of this uh, district, too, saying that uh, the French Hill wants to get rid of, you know, cuts in Medicare and cuts in Social Security because he wants to spend money in other places. That is is a fabrication that is a lie she knows that is a lie she's on television now with ads saying you know uh french hills lied about me well how about you woman all right look in the mirror you've been lying about a lot of stuff here you know that's a lie and you're allowing it to continue to go out over the airwaves so stop uh you calling the kettle black what is her record 16 years as a legislator as as one of the leading liberals. Yes. So that's, a, that's a scary race. Yeah, I'm going to just that, tell that, you. That race is scary because I, she's she's probably the, the biggest shot of anybody in the last. All right. We got a break. We got 10 seconds. We'll be back with you after the news.
second hour of the Dave Ellswick Show for a Monday. It's going to be a nice day today, man. We're going to be about 81 degrees, sunny skies. Got to like that after the rain that we had a little bit last week and stuff. Things are going to dry out. In fact, as I went through my monthly uh, statement on my weather app, I didn't see rain in the forecast until the 27th oh, wow. of this month. Wow. I mean, over over 12 or 14 percent. It's nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we got to wait to the, the Ozarks this weekend. It didn't rain up around Eureka Springs, up that area. So yeah, the eastern part of the state didn't get any. My, I got to, I got to, I've got to uh, boast about my daughter. My daughter went out east or west, pardon me, uh, to Boonville, and she ran her first half marathon this weekend. Oh, wow. Yeah. Two hours and something minutes, but mm-hmm. she did beautiful her, place to she, run. Yeah, she did yeah, her first place. half, half, uh, half marathon. I called her. I didn't call her. I just texted her yesterday. I didn't know if she was taking a nap or something. But I texted her and I said, "How are you feeling?" She came back. I'm feeling great. <laughs> I'm feeling great. Now she could have probably been on the couch and her husband was massaging her calf muscles because it hurt so bad but but she would not have told her father that she her legs were hurting her i can tell you that but no it was uh she she did good so So, i'm i'm real proud that she did that congratulations to jennifer some people can run like that well she's been running uh the last i'm thinking about eight weeks She's been doing about uh, six miles a day, and some days on the weekend doing 10 miles a day. So she was getting herself ready for it. Wow. Eight weeks. Yeah. Yeah, her her, uh, husband was going to run it, I think, but then he... He said, I hurt my ankle. And I mm. said, yeah. Did he want to get beat by his wife? Yeah. <laughs> are you a, I, was, I didn't ask you. I said, are, uh, you, just, are you really yeah. a Democrat? <laughs> no, I didn't. Yeah, anyway. Uh, but no, that was, that, was about key, that was a big wow. thing. By the way, uh, by the way uh, Senator Harris has said that they shouldn't be having the um, confirmation hearings today because, you know, Lee has got covid19 and I, I forget which other senator has it that's on the committee and they're putting everybody else's life in jeopardy by having these uh hmm. have, having the uh the oh the the stuff happen and i i just gotta laugh and i mean this is the woman who, who told you that abraham lincoln didn't nominate a supreme court justice as supreme court during 1864's election because in her words Honest Abe. Honest mm. Abe. Remember, she, she looked said. right at the she camera and said, Honest Abe. Mm. Uh, didn't do that because, of course, he believed the American people should have uh, the right to vote for who they wanted as president before they uh, put in another Supreme Court justice. And that was the biggest bunch of, that was the biggest lie. She just looked at you on straight in the camera, straight in the camera. She stared right at you and said that, and it was a lie. And she knows it doesn't matter because that was a debate. Remember, she oh, yeah. said, debates "Oh yeah, that's right." That's the same thing about what she said yeah. about Biden. Yeah. I can say whatever I want to say about Biden because it was a debate. What? My, so so a debate. lying is okay. Is making up facts? Yes. Wow. Well, no. Uh, 
No, well, no. She, she's Vice a, President Pence she's a, put her on notice oh, about that. So you, you're you're okay to have your own opinion, but you can't, can't have, have your, your own, own facts. facts, right? And so, so well, she is an attorney though, so maybe maybe we need to cut her a little bit of slack. It's okay for attorneys to lie in court, right? Did, is, is that how they think? Did Thomas A put his life in jeopardy for this country to do what needed to be done at the time? But here's people the key. used to do that. But here's the key about honest save. Honest save was honest save. All right, the Senate went out. They went on vacation, all right, on July 4th of 1864. And they weren't coming back they until They didn't December. come back until December 5th, 1864. There's no reason to make a confirmation uh, or make a, a person out session. there. It's not necessary. They're not going to take it up. Now, when they did take it up, guess what? They made the guy a Supreme Court justice. How many weeks did it take it? Once? No, it, it, it took one day. They made wow. him a Supreme, a Supreme Court, Court justice, justice in one, in one day. day. Yeah. Wow. Period. Wow. So honestly, has the Ask. record. Yeah. <laughs> one day. Unbelievable. But again, facts Why did he offer the guy the, um, the, 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 the Supreme Court justice so that he would support his reelection? Absolutely. Which he went out yeah, so, and, and that, he he, uh, seems he, like, he barn stomped with him. It seemed like I recall that was part of the... the that was the deal. That he, he, he Supposedly he may have held off on appointing or making his recommendation for a judge because he wanted their support. Uh, so that's a... That doesn't make it... I'm no. not surprised by I, that. I, I'm not either. So I, you gotta, I, I, are I would, you going to put someone on the court who's going to stomp against you? Yeah. <laughs> you, you, wouldn't, no. you, you, you wouldn't think so. I'm not, I'm not saying he's necessarily... But, yeah, but stump, to suggest that he, that he did it because he, he was trying to wait till after the election... Uh, uh, I think it's pretty so obvious. She just made up... She made that up out of whole cloth. All right? That's an old saying. All right. yeah. the bottom line, she lied knowing she was lying. Mm. She made up a she made up a story and told you it. Yeah. And here's the key: it was a story. It wasn't the truth. You know, here's the, here's the thing that I, I hope that she knew that that wasn't the truth. With, with, Who knows? When we elect a president, we elect them for four years, right? And they choose to wait to the last couple of two or three days when they're in office to do pardons. Mm-hmm. Are those pardons no good because? A new they're, president they're has been elected. Well, if they pass a law in the last year, it shouldn't be any year. good. So it shouldn't be any good. They're Absolutely. Yeah, should no. not be any if good. If it's an election year. When do you stop being president? When, when the other you, guy becomes president. You know, yeah, thank you. <laughs> when he's the other guy sworn you're, in you're, you're as president, the new president of the United up, States. You're president up to the last second. Yep. On my birthday, January 20th. Mm. Yeah. Wow, that's cool. 12 o'clock. Wow. Is your birthday at 12 o'clock, too? No, no. no. I, was, I was born, I think, it's about 9.30, something like that night. No, at night. You yeah, came in. I wanted to hang out the rest of the day in there. But you came in with your eyes open, right? I did. 12, my eyes open. 12 o'clock somewhere. Okay. 12 o'clock somewhere. Yeah, it was 12 o'clock somewhere. <laughs> Thank God. I was born on Friday the 13th. <laughs> yeah, that's a kid. I can't remember. That's what my brother told me. <laughs> I cannot for the life of me right now remember the Supreme Court Justice's name, except his first name, because it's his first name is so unique. It was Salmon. Salmon. S-A-L-M-O-N. That out here. That was his first name, but I can't remember. His last name starts with a C, and I just I can't put it in to get, put it together right now. But uh, he was the man that Lincoln talked to and said, hey, I'll make you, I'll give you a, a justiceship if you'll uh, support me. And when he said he would do it, then he went out. Now, this guy was, 
I mean, he'd been in public service for wow. ever, Man. ever, and uh, and then he got behind. He got behind Honest Abe. So Honest Abe, Salmon Chase. Chase, that's what. Thank you. Salmon Chase huh. was, his, was his name. So there's your history lesson so for he, today. He appointed. That was before Obamacare. So apparently he had, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a rest he had, apparently he had, he had five <laughs> new justices. Is Noah Swain, Samuel Miller. David Davis, <clears throat> Stephen Field, and Selman Chase. What were their thought about abortion? You know, if you'd ask them back then. Well, you know, I guess the question yes. would be what was their thought about slavery? <laughs> B- believe because it. The, that would be the what's, same question. What's interesting, yes. what Artie yes. Hopper asked, what would they think about abortion? From what I understand, reading, I think it was Black's Law, um, abortion was actually illegal back in the like 1700s, 1800s. Um, I think it was even even in, in the English law, it was illegal. It wasn't the same. It wasn't treated the same as if you or I went out and, and killed somebody who was walking around. It was, I think it was considered a misdemeanor offense as opposed to a felony, but it was still an illegal activity. So and it, it was uh, in that time, it would have been some, somebody would have taken some sort of drug or something like that to have an abortion. But it was illegal even during the, um, the kind of the transition mm-hmm. between um when the um, Americans broke away from the British. So it was it was a crime back then, too, and it wasn't – they weren't maybe as advanced in their um, practices of killing unborn children, but it was illegal back then, too, from what I gather. All right, so my question for you here before we go to break. If I say the name Margaret Nolan, does it ring a bell? Mm, maybe, maybe a little bit. I thought you were going to say Margaret Sanger. Okay, no. <laughs> Margaret, Margaret if, I, if I say – if I say model with gold paint in Goldfinger, mm. does that ring a bell? 007? Yeah. 007. Oh, yeah. Remember the woman on his bed that was painted gold? <laughs> that was Margaret <laughs> Nolan. She uh, passed away over the weekend oh, at wow. 76 years old. That's, that's, that's quite young. young. So yeah, that's, that's, a, young. that's quite an young. iconic person uh, for, for the uh, legendary, which I think is was the Sean best. Connery? Yes, yes, which I think is the best double uh, seven movie made was Goldfinger. Is that the one that had the the boat jump in it while they were chasing each other in the boats? I can't remember. Huh. No, no, that's the one that had the Aston Martin showed up first time. Had the machine guns. Oh, that's an older one. Yeah, that's yeah, an older had the machine one. guns and could spew yeah. out the oil from the back uh-huh. and yeah. the smoke screen and all of that <laughs> kind of stuff. That was that one. It was the one they gave uh, homage to. Uh, in the movie, just a uh, Bond movie a couple ago when they were doing that. Uh, That's one of the earliest show ones. The movie. Yeah, it have is. you it's played like that third. one before? Yes, I have. Yeah, no, I have. I so. All right, we got to get a break in. Let's do that. Don't forget about my... I'll try. <laughs> let me try it again. Don't forget about my friends over at PI Roofing. Uh, they'll help you uh, keep your roof in really good stead. <coughs> had a friend that had some damage to the roof they had uh in conway had some some uh, hail and uh, they showed up Uh, she wasn't going to be at the house and uh, they came out because of social distancing and came out and walked on the roof looked at it uh called her back said yeah you need a new roof uh who who's your uh, insurance company put her put them in touch with them they worked all the the particulars out they're going to get a brand new roof 
uh, got to pay your deductible, but that's normal. I mean, that's why you got insurance, just to be able to pay the deductible. And I don't know what their deductible is, but the bottom line, you're going to pay that, get a new roof, and they're really ecstatic about it. But to be really ecstatic about it is when they get done doing it because PI Roofing does such a great job. Just give them a call. Same number I'd call, 707-3551, 707-3551, or visit them online, piroofing.com. You are talking about Hunt for Red October. That's older than that. Yeah. One from the 50s. Oh, you got one from the 50s? Yeah. It was, again, a Russian Russian uh-huh. submarine commander? Uh-huh. Trying to think. Is that the one that... guys uh, rescued. Ah, uh, yeah, that's the one. That's when had Glenn Ford in it. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken. He says so. Here we go. Shouldn't have said anything. <laughs> Shouldn't have said anything. Now I have to figure out what movie it was. Just did, saying. Did it have Sean Connery in it? No, it didn't. Okay, I'm just seeing Kurt Drew, whatever his name was. He, I think he was the submarine commander. They, they sunk that. both the ship and the sub. Yeah, they sunk yeah. each other. But oh. but since the Americans had the fleet on the way and they got there first, or is that or is that the one that had Richard Widmark in it? No, no, no. I, yeah, you don't forget Widmark. Yeah, he was great. Glenn Ford. I'm looking it up now. Hold on, <laughs> I'll get you a name here. We're talking movies. This is uh-huh. important. <laughs> yeah, you if you're gonna talk, if you get into movies, you got it. You got to uh, cover it. Gotta, the, the, right. the German guy. The, I think it was a German because it was like he just wanted to get home, but he was uh, forced to turn and fight. Uh, and he's like this American guy. Okay, I'm going back to the 50s here. I'm looking. Yeah. All right, let's see what we got here. He didn't follow, he didn't follow the playbook. Uh, Okay, it wasn't Torpedo Run. Uh, that wasn't it. The one that I remember was the one with Widmark, and that was, uh, what was it, the Bedford Incident? Wasn't no, no, that what it was no, called? No, I'm just I watched it about, about a month ago, I guess a month and a half ago. That's like those old movies like that. I love mo- old movies. Like I watch TMC is on my fast channel thing, uh, although I'm starting to believe that problem with tmc is they they're starting to repeat everything again uh-huh. i mean last night i turned it on and there was the flower drum song again and i know <laughs> that's been shown at least three times this year that's a little much for the flower wow. drum song flower drum song it's a great movie but i don't think it deserves three, three times runs in one yeah, year in one year as far as I, the bedford incident was from 1965 and uh an American destroyer captain is determined to confront a Soviet submarine caught violating territorial waters, perhaps too determined. That, uh, that might be, that's, that sounds, the plot sounds yeah. similar. Okay, let me let me go to that movie real quick, and <laughs> I'll just tell you who played the Russian. And uh, the Russian was played by... Do, 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 do. Got to find him here. In one of the last scenes, the guy, uh, the Russian guy, he uh, gets his buddy off the off the ship, but he, he he dies. But he didn't want to leave him behind. Never says, let you never leave yeah. anybody behind. And he says to the American guy, and the American captain said, "But he's he's, he's dying." He said, "Did you leave one of yours?" <laughs> yeah. And they hoisted him up. <clears throat> he did. It's interesting. Just interesting. I don't see who played the the Russian commander here. It was a it was a great movie. It was uh, back in the day. So uh, I mean, it was like a chess game. 
Yep. <laughs> it was. It was definitely a yeah, chess game. It was definitely a chess game. My favorite submarine movie. Do you like submarine movies? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Run Silent, Run, run silent, Deep. Run deep. <laughs> That's a great, what a great movie awesome. that is. If you've never watched that movie, you need to watch it's, it. Now, is that the Reagan? Is that when Reagan? That's not Reagan. No. That's, that's, uh, no. Uh, was Clark Gable in that Clark, movie? I think, it, I think he is in that movie. Yeah. Reagan is one. Reagan did a submarine movie that's really good. I don't know which one. I'm, I'm looking I'm looking at Heidi. Heidi's giving me, I don't know what you're talking about. Don't look at me. <laughs> I know about Hunt for Red October, but I know about the remake with uh, Sean Connery and all that. That's yeah. a good movie. That is a great movie. It's a fantastic movie. Still, it was a John Wayne movie yeah. where he gets let down in the diving suit oh, and gets yeah, yeah, attacked yeah, yeah, yeah. by yes. the great big uh, yeah. octopus. Squid. And they have to bring <laughs> the him up big squid. And, and he, Isn't yeah, that one that it wasn't? Depends. That's one he died in. He, he died. died. He, he, yeah. goes down, he goes down with the ship because the ship yeah. falls off a shelf and goes into deep water. No, this is one when he, they, you're thinking, he's you're in think, the bell. You're thinking about. And they bring him up too quickly and he, he gets the bends. Mm. And he, hmm. died, he dies in that one too. Something okay. that's a different. The movie. Red Witch yeah. or something like so that. The I one with the, the one with the octopus was actually he was on an island and he was getting he was going after a a, a case of pearls or something I think. Huh. And there was an there was an octopus kind of guarding Preacher. it or something. Yeah. Sure, it wasn't a case of whiskey. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm pretty sure it was maybe maybe it was gold. I don't know. Because <laughs> it, it was a John <laughs> it was a John Ford movie. It was probably whiskey they were going I think after. He was trying to save the ship from a giant octopus. Yeah, it was an octopus or something like that. Trying to kill a giant. That's like Scarlet Witch or something. Oh, Scarlet Witch is the name of one of. Yeah, I think that might have been it. Um, I'm looking here. Hold on, folks, don't leave me. I've got to find it. There's a ton of John Wayne movies. What can I tell you? You know how that is. Quiet person, my favorite. The Quiet Man. That was my favorite movie. Wake of the Red Witch. Wake of the Red Witch. That's what it was. Starred uh, John Wayne and also in the movie Gail Russell, Gig Young before he became an alcoholic, and well, a lot of other an a lot of people. <laughs> Who is that? Gail Russell. Is oh, that, did she? She's one, uh, what was that? Uh, Stranger in the... No, no. Angel in the Bad Man. Oh, uh, okay. You remember that one? Yes. Oh, yeah. Wasn't that, that was Gail a, Russell? Uh, no, not Gail Russell. You're talking. You're thinking about the other Russell, Patricia. Uh, no, the Russell that was made famous when by. She stands uh, up in that wagon. Yeah, and he's looking up at her, and when she she died an alcoholic. Did really? she really? Because she was so afraid to be in front of the camera. Wow, it shows you if you know where your money, where your toast is buttered, you do whatever yeah. you got to do. She had to drink. It says, it says, it does say Gail Russell? Yeah. Oh, was it Gail Russell uh-huh. in it too? Okay, I think so. Yeah. All right. That's I was one, thinking of the other Russell. Who was, who was the, the Russell that was the sex pot? Howard Hughes made her a big, a big. Uh, oh, this uh, was long before that. And made her a big star uh, in the Outlaw. Huh. She was in Diamonds Are uh, not Diamonds. A gentleman prefer blondes, oh, but Marilyn oh, Monroe. Oh, Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. 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 So anyway. Huh. Enough about movies. <laughs> enough about well. I guess I guess her real name may have been Pen- Penelope Worth. Okay, Gail Russell. Easy to remember, Gail Russell. No doubt <laughs> her about stage that. Name. All right, we got to get to uh, oh, no, a that break. Was, that was because we got Rush, and uh, I, I'm Paul. I don't want you to have to stand up in front of everybody and and start uh, telling them why you talked over Rush. <laughs> It doesn't work. Let me let me explain to you how Rush listeners are. 
he was on, uh, you know, uh, Limbaugh show Friday, you know, and you got to take the breaks that the network sends you. And they sent two breaks, top of the hour, bottom of the hour. And people were com- uh, uh, getting upset because we were breaking into the president. <laughs> I'm sorry, folks. We had no call on that. that you know, I we could have played dead air for you. Anyway, here's Rush now. Okay, quick test. Who's located at 3000 Cavanaugh? Huh? Huh? Yeah, you with the hand up over there. You're right. <laughs> Hillcrest Designer Jewelry. You're exactly right. That's who's there. And that's the place you need to go when you want a piece of jewelry that is exceptional. That's the best. That is going to be totally different from anything else you can buy uh, at a jewelry store because uh, Eric Coleman is an artisan who has a computer that they can sit down and design your specific ring or necklace or bracelet or anklet or whatever it is that you want uh, to uh, show the personality of the person that you're giving it to. Uh, I mean, that's what's really important, that whenever you give a piece of jewelry, that it shows some personality of the person that you're giving that piece of jewelry to. You know, are they vivacious? It should be vivacious. I mean, you need to talk to Eric, and he's got ways of doing that. And the other reason you talk to Eric is to save money. I don't know which is more important, to have a piece of jewelry that is totally unique or to have a piece of jewelry that you save thousands of dollars on. Uh, either one will happen at Hillcrest Designer Jewelry. When it comes to diamonds especially, Eric knows diamonds. He can tell you why you shouldn't go on the Internet thinking you're going to get a good deal and buy a diamond because you're going to probably buy uh, a fake diamond, a faux diamond made in China somewhere. They, they flooded the market with it. It used to be you could tell the difference because, you know, very tiny inside the diamonds, they got numbers. And that used to be what told you it was a, a, a unique and, and precious stone. Not anymore. Chinese even fake that now. So you can't even tell it. Uh, give him a call. Talk to him. Let him help you out. Let his people help you out. 501-246-3655. That's 501-246-3655. That's Hillcrest Designer Jewelry. And uh, in the near future, I'll be having Eric on always have him on before uh, Christmas so he can talk to you and save your money. I mean, he can save you thousands of dollars. You're talking wedding bands and stuff? Thousands, not hundreds, thousands of dollars. So 3000 Kavanaugh, check it out, Hillcrest Designer Jewelry. I'm sitting here, I'm looking at uh, at uh, R.D. R.D. sent me a, a note saying, hey, you need to show this movie as a as a classic movie. What's it called again? What's so bad about feeling good? What's so bad about feeling good? I'll see Art Artie. I'll see if okay. it's available. All right. You know, it's it it has to be digitalized, or we can't show uh, it anymore. All right. Nobody nobody has the and it's not system, well. Huh? It's probably not even on reel to reel anymore. Oh, wow. I mean, you go to they went to Fox Studios one time. Uh, to digitalize some movies, and they went into their vaults, and it's silver nitrate, and it all dissolved. Oh, oh wow! Movies that are you know historic in nature totally dissolved, gone forever, lost forever, wow. never to be seen again. 
The other night, I, I actually sat and watched Lawrence of Arabia again, the director's cut, where they had sit down and, and re-put together that film the way that David Lean had wanted it. It was It's such a great movie. Yeah. It's such a great movie. There's so many great actors in it. Anthony Quinn and um, what's it? Uh, Sharif is in it and uh, Peter O'Toole. Uh-huh. Peter O'Toole's great. If you want to see a great movie about go see uh, watch the movie there's a movie called um, it's about a guy that's watching out for an actor and it was based on Peter O'Toole's life and he was a wild man I mean literally was a wild man and whoever was his his handler had to keep him <laughs> keep him in you know keep him on you know in line and uh, that was not easy to do I'll I'll find the name of that and uh, mention it uh, here after the next break or whatever. All right, looking at the news today, real quickly, the big stories that are going on. Of course, the biggest story is the confirmation hearing gets underway in just, uh, what, about? uh, About 20 minutes. uh, 20, well, that's, no, 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 no. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, 8 o'clock our time, right? 9 Eastern. Yeah. Uh, So the the Supreme Court... uh, uh, confirmation will start says uh, and here's the uh, fox news headline trump's supreme court nominee set to face senate democrats amid, amid fierce 2020 fight i don't if they're smart it won't be too fierce <laughs> they got to be fierce enough that the left doesn't feel like they're screwing them but well, uh, they haven't been able to do that very good no, I, no. I, I think i think i would like for republicans to have enough intestinal fortitude for the left to think that they're getting screwed if you will i mean i i I want the left to feel like they've they've been kicked in the face a little bit because they need to be kicked in the face politically because they're bad and they're wrong well i think they're lined up up this time but you know what comes to my mind is the definition of a penalty and the definition of a tax now you remember that's where this all goes back to. Yeah, it goes back to Kavanaugh is where it goes back to, and that's why Graham said he's going to push her through is because mm-hmm. he's still pissed off about Kavanaugh. Yeah, how about Roberts? Wasn't that Roberts that ruled on Obamacare? Oh, yes. you know, Roberts Re- rewrote it and said, "Oh, this isn't a penalty. This is a tax." Right. And, so, the, and if it truly was a tax, they, they wrote the bill wrong because I think if, if it's a tax, it has to be. Well, he has to start it. The, yeah, I mean, so the, this is that's that's just. This this notion where these Supreme Court justices think they can they can legislate from the bench. Well, hey, that's the perfect example. And if you can take a penalty for not for a state exercising its right to get penalized to say that that is a tax is an abomination of what the Supreme Court is all about. Yeah. So uh, so uh, yeah, he we, legislated from the bench. That's yeah. the point. That is exactly what he did. And and I I. I've gone after Robert several times, several times. He's he's more he is more worried about his legacy, legacy. than he is about the truth holding to the Constitution. You know that seems to be a, a common theme in Washington. Obama same way. He was the same way. Yeah, the legacy. I think Bush Jr. was the same way at at the end. How do I want to be remembered instead of you just know? doing the right thing? And that's it. Do the right thing, and your legacy will write it itself. Will take care of itself. That's right. And and, and and guess what? Depending on who writes history, 
depends on how your how your legacy is going to look. I'm just telling you. <laughs> he respects it. That's sad. the way. The winner, the winner writes history. That's right. That's exactly the way that it always works. Uh, the confirmation battle over uh, uh, ACB. Amy Coney Barrett. Has reignited calls to expand the U.S. Supreme Court should Democrats capture the White House and Senate in the November election. What did Ruth Bader Ginsburg have to say about that? The uh, Supreme Court has had nine justices for more than 150 years. But the Constitution does not require nine. can be as many as wants to be on there or as few as they want to have on. It could have two. You know, be a lot of ties, though. Uh, said Ginsburg on NPR in July of uh, 2019, nine seems to be a good number. It's been that way for a long time. I think it was a bad idea when President Franklin Roosevelt tried to pack the court. Some Democrats argued that adding more justices to the nation's highest court is an appropriate response to Republicans blocking President Barack Obama's nomination of Judge Merrick Garland in 2016 on the premise that seats should not be filled in election year. See, that's not what they should have yes. said. They made a mistake when they said that. McConnell made a mistake. He should have said, hey, we hold the Senate, and we're not yeah, going to confirm it. That's exactly right. That's Just all have, he had to say. Yep. Have some actual intestinal fortitude and say, look. This is the reason we're, we're, we're doing yeah, it. We don't, we don't want to confirm them because they're a loser. And I'm, I'm not going to say that there's not some hypocrisy there. There is, by the way, that they went about saying they did 2016. Here's, but here's the truth of the yeah. matter. There are more Republicans than there were Democrats in the Senate, and they could stop it, and they did. And they did. And they should have. Yeah. They should have. And they yeah. should and, have. And I, th- and I think that up until then, it was kind of traditional for for the, the Senate to just go ahead and almost rubber stamp the judges, which was dumb. They should not have been doing that. They should have been blocking the left-wing nut job judges and stopping this for years before that but they finally started getting a little bit of intestinal fortitude to stop it and they should have they didn't have said, control of the senate enough times in, to stop in the other it. cases but that's the, that's the so, key it's, just didn't have the control the american people voted and the american people spoke and when you give the democrats control of the senate if you put a, a democrat also in the in the white house and you they, want democrat judges you want abortion on demand you, you want less religious liberty, all of those things. You know, the Democrats don't even discuss what the Republicans want to do. Mm-hmm. They just do what they're going to do. And that's, I, have I wish he had in a phone. And a phone. I, and I wish Republicans would have, ha- would have that kind of intestinal <laughs> fortitude to push things yes. through. And I, that's one of the things about Trump is that even if you don't like the guy, at least he's got some guts to do stuff, whereas Republicans, they walk, they tiptoe that around. Like some reason, kitty that's one of the some reasons. You're right. Yeah. Some of them. It's not yeah. all Republicans. i got to give credit to McConnell uh, because he has stood firm he on has. all of this oh, stuff dealing has. with judges. Yep. I yeah. mean, we've put a ton yep. of Republican judges in place. I think in that respect, he's going to come out like a shining knight. Uh, you know, a knight in shining armor, if you will. Sometimes people just need somebody to get behind. Mm-hmm. And, that and is, I, that I is think important. that Donald Trump has has led the way, and McConnell has sure gotten behind him. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, you need a good leader, but uh, it's about time. Well, All we're saying it's about, and time. about time. And that's one of the reasons why, if you can just get one or two or three decent guys le- elected to um, the legislature in a, in a state, sometimes those guys can actually make a big difference if they're really smart 
if they're mm-hmm. really articulate, they can lead and, and the op- other people who are not as articulate right. and are not right. as smart. Right. And, that, and the opposite can go. The opposite can also be true. You get a, a, a very charismatic um, criminal in office basically they can they can lead people to do bad stuff too so we've seen that happen here you're lately. making me think of dan sullivan right now dan sullivan no not dad, as a criminal <laughs> I, I mean as a leader but yeah. we were talking about before dan sullivan has taken the lead on many issues and we've talked on this show that there is an unbalance of power as there's not an equal balance of power yeah. in state government because right. of the democrats and dan sullivan he's taken the lead and and he's trying to make a difference and right the balance of power in this state well mm-hmm. over on the uh, senate side sullivan will be joining them on the senate side come the beginning of the year he's been a state rep now he's moving over to the senate uh but you know, Alan Clark has been uh, oh, yeah. a, a good person yes, for. I appreciate for Alan taking for care of some of the family uh, issues. Yeah, the whole thing about how children are ripped away from their mm-hmm. parents and things and of that not nature. A, not enough accountability for that. Yeah, and bu- he's, that bureaucracy. he's done a really, really, really it, good the bureaucracy job on is that. Out of control. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I, I really do appreciate but, Alan Clark for. And I, I don't agree with him all the time, but. Well, but but I, I agree no, with everybody any time. Right, but I do appreciate time. Alan Clark for, for a lot of his mm-hmm. efforts. And there. sometimes when you don't have the votes, and what I don't like, sometimes when you don't have the votes to do something, then you don't have to play your whole hand and, and take all the bullets when you don't have too. the votes. And I'm starting to understand that, but that's hard for me because I'm – you know, and so, sometimes there's. Well, you're Superman, man. <laughs> you take bullets and they just bounce off of you. Come on, all right. Hey, let me remind everybody: if you don't have a living trust in the state of Arkansas, everything you own, including your house, bank accounts, investments—I mean everything—can be tied up in the courts for a year or longer. It could cost your state tens of thousands of dollars in probate and legal fees and potentially get double taxed by the government. But you could avoid all of that with a free review from David Lucas Financial in Little Rock. David works with successful families, business owners, and executives who have saved at least $250,000. To schedule your free review, call 501-222-3315. That's 501-222-3315. Be remembered as someone who left a legacy, not a mess. The investment advisory services offered through David Lucas Financial, an Arkansas registered investment advisor. All right, let's get the uh, final segment done here for the seven o'clock hour. This seven, where did the seven o'clock hour go? <laughs> I mean, I, it's, wow. I feel like we just turned the corner for seven <laughs> o'clock, and here we are finishing up. Don't forget, we'll be back at six p.m. tonight. Uh, to talk to you now we'll record it here in just a few minutes but you'll hear it at six uh, six o'clock if you want to uh, listen to it while it's done live go to facebook.com slash dave ellswick show as many of you right now are doing and uh, just listen to the show at that time we'll take care take care of it as far as uh, that's uh, concerned anyway uh, the publisher of the new york times is uh out telling everybody that's ag sulzberger his name uh he defended their 1619 project which is a flat-out rewriting of american history uh, because he received questions 
regarding it because of a recent op-ed by longtime New York uh, Times opinion columnist Brett Stevens that was critical of the project and its failings. And so the publisher had to come out and say, you on the left, relax, relax. We're still firmly behind this. I think it's the best thing we've ever done. And uh, don't worry about it. We're, we're going to keep out. I hope, and I don't know, I thought I heard something about the governor doing this, but um, if he hasn't, he should. And that is, he should refuse to let 16, 19 have any place in the cur- school curriculum here in Arkansas. 16, 19 projects should not be taught anywhere here in Arkansas. Now, if you want to know what 1619 is about, you know, Google it, read about it. I'm just telling you, it's a false narrative. Uh-huh. It's false history. Zen is, uh, you know, a choir boy uh, about American history uh, when you get to and when you get to the 1619 project. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's such a flagrant, so flagrant it, rewriting of American so history. It kind of adds a bunch of editorializing and things like that to the. Starts off by saying the country started under slavery, which uh, it was slavery that made America America. Uh, and that's that's the, the fact is that everything that it, starts just, with a false narrative. Just nearly every every civilization prior to the what seventeen hundreds or eighteen hundreds had had slavery it was just part of it. It's just well, but you the, can't the, separate but the bottom them out. line is it wasn't that's, slavery that, that started America. Well, it, was, it, didn't it, was, build, it wasn't what built America. It was people. I mean, tobacco probably had had more to, more a bigger part to play than in slavery the South, did. I mean, tobacco was a major cash crop. You know, as far as the South went, cotton. As far as the South cotton. went, you know, as far as that was concerned, and people say, well, you wouldn't have had cotton if it hadn't have been for slavery. Well, maybe so, but it was the way cotton was picked. Mm-hmm. It's the way it was done. Uh, but, you know, after it wasn't slavery, written by historians. It was written by somebody with a narrative that they wanted to. Well, no, sure. Yeah. Well, and after, after it's not based on facts. Well, and after That's slavery true. was over, people still picked cotton by hand. Lots of free people did. There were people that that roamed around the country picking cotton as a as until a, the cotton gin. Until the, the um well, the cotton pickers, the cotton gin came about in the what mid mid eighteen hundreds, and that work. That's where um. They separate the seeds yeah. mm-hmm. from the cotton, and that's that's what made cotton actually king. usable. That's what made it king. That's what made it possible. Yeah, yeah. And king cotton, king cotton. Otherwise, it was so much trouble to separate the seeds from mm-hmm. cotton that it just really wasn't worth fooling with. I think, but until they, I think, what, who, what was the guy's name that did that? Um, I can't remember that guy's name that that, well, that developed the cotton gin. I like what Iverson said one time about the founding of this country. Mm-hmm. You know, the Declaration of Independence and in our Constitution, it says that all men are created equal. That was something that they were aspiring to. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was something for, for this country to reach for. They yep. knew that that was right. That's yep. biblical. You know, uh, whenever they came to Cornelius' house, Paul said mm-hmm. that I perceive that God is not a respecter of persons. Absolutely. So that's what we were shooting for, not where we were at. Right. Well, and there was there was there was a little problem back then. They said they had some problem with science back then. They didn't. There were a lot of people that didn't think black people were actually people. Not in the South. No, well, uh, uh, there's a lot of people who who taught it as biblical mm-hmm. with the Mark of Cain, but the bottom line, Mark of Cain had nothing to do with it. Absolutely All right, not. With that said, we got to get a break in. We're done for today live. We'll be back again tomorrow. I will be at 6 a.m. But at 6 o'clock tonight, you can hear the four of us talk further here on the Dave Ellswick Show.
about it because we're in six o'clock hour it's important uh that we talk about local topics and we try to do that that's why we gave you all those movie titles that you should watch (laughs) because you know we want to make sure all you folks that are local know what movies you should be streaming uh during the the evenings and things and things that i can't wait to friday just speaking of movies for one more moment uh friday night don't want to miss this if you like classic halloween horror pictures mm. if you like the old hammer pictures remember hammer used to do the pictures all right uh, this friday night there this whole month they've been saluting peter cushing who most people today only remember him from star wars uh but he made a lot of other movies some of the best were with uh christopher lee who a lot of people only remember through Lord of the Rings. <laughs> it's so funny talking about these guys. But they made these great movies for Hammer. And Friday night, they're showing, like, The Blood of Dracula and Dracula Has Risen and uh, all those great movies. And uh, I particularly will be watching those Friday night. Big bowl of popcorn, <laughs> you know, Diet Coke, me sitting in front of the TV, with the missus watching those movies. Those are some of the best Dracula movies ever made. Oh, yeah. Uh, or with Christopher Lee. Christopher Lee was so sold to that part. And he wore these contact lenses that made his eyes look bloodshot and everything. <laughs> and he couldn't see anything. <laughs> he couldn't see anything. And he'd they walk were... across set and walk into <laughs> and the stuff. cameras and everything. Oh, wow. They talk about that. And, uh, uh, and then they're going to show The Mummy. Have you ever seen the hump? The, the nineteen thirty-two? With no, 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 no. That's Boris Karloff. Oh no, this is the one with with Christopher Lee and Peter Cushing. Oh, have you ever seen that one? I probably that was one have. of my favorite mummy pictures. Uh, you know, with Carice and all of that kind of stuff. But anyway, those guys were good. Man. I remember the, Vincent Price. That's scene, why I think of those old movies. Yeah, yeah. The, the scene I at remember. the end of the mummy. Uh, he's carrying the heroine into the swamp because she looks like the queen. Oh yeah. Nefertiti at that time. And uh, Christopher Lee said his back was never the same after carrying that elephant into the swamp. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. (laughs) So much for politically correct. Back then, it wasn't there. Oh, he said that she she just weighed a ton, evidently. Uh And he said, yeah, but he he did the scene. Uh, Wow. Although if you watch it, you can kind of see how he walked kind of strange. I thought it was part of the act. she was heavy. Is that why he was leaning back? Yeah, leaning back. And then he leans, I think, to the the left a little bit. But he's uh, Uh, he's having some problems. uh, Man. Getting her in there. But he went through nine hours daily of makeup for that part. They literally baked that, that clay on his skin and everything to play. Uh, the mummy he was best mummy ever as far as i was concerned oh man i like the 1932 version day now boris carl good i watched the the english version of uh the uh, 
the mummy, uh-huh. which was called the ghoul. Have you ever seen that one? It's a lot like that about a guy, Boris Karloff. That's it's the one that he looks like he's got caterpillars crawling across his face for eyebrows. But I, I mean, seriously. Anyway, he's in, yeah, uh, he's got the uh, I think the the uh, was it the emerald of light or something. And if it's if he's buried with it wrapped in his hand, and then he goes to was uh, it Ubinus or whatever the uh-huh. cat and puts it in her hand and if she closes on it she'll tell him how to have immortal life and anyway he comes back to life because somebody steals it and he's out killing everybody <laughs> running around trying to strangle them and all this kind of stuff but it, that's kind of a, a play off of the old yeah you know uh, you know mummy movie yeah mummy was good yeah it was, it was good. good i like karloff i mean karloff was great the number two guy is like you were just saying is is vincent price he made great movies but he wasn't really into horror i mean he was a great leading man until you get to uh you know those uh old uh, american international movies that they made of uh of uh uh, poe they made his his movie his books into movies you know uh, Pit and the Pendulum, Fall of the House of Usher, oh, yeah. and all of that. Yeah. He was great in those movies. He just was. fantastic. The Fly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he had a small part in that. I loved yeah. when he crushed the guy. Poor David Hedison. <laughs> help me, help me. You remember that scene? Yeah, that's he's great. saying, help me. Help he looks me. down, and there's a body of the of the spider, and it's got David Hedison on top on of head. it. Yeah, yeah. on his, yeah. his head. It was it was pretty good. I love those old good. movies like but, that. But you got to say that Cronenberg's remake of The Fly, though disgustingly gross, with Jeff Glo- uh, Goldblum, was fantastic. Huh. A fantastic remake. It really, really was with all the special effects yeah. that they could do then as he was morphing into a fly. <laughs> it was great. One of my favorite parts of that was when he, when he pukes on the guy's face and <sighs> you know a, a fly pukes on its food and it dissolves it so they can slurp it up and the guy's face melts right there on the screen great scene great scene <laughs> anyway Heidi does so. I, love old, <laughs> I love those old pictures like that yeah and that's a that's an old picture because that was made yeah. back was it the 90s that the original oh, is that what we're calling think how old uh, that is wow you know, I think old. So. I think the thirties between the thirties and the that's because and of your age. I mean, well, yeah. same way with me. I mean, I'm showing Friday the thirteenth on the twenty seventh of this month, and it's forty years old. Yeah, I now. was in high school. Mm. It came out forty years ago. So, somebody at this table wasn't even born. Yeah, he wasn't. He wasn't even, as I like to remind a you, gleam. not even a mad gleam in his daddy's eye. That's what he wasn't at that time. But yeah, yeah. I mean, seriously, those. Those, I should do a show one day of what's your favorite horror movie. Have people call in and, hmm. and talk about that. Because everybody has my favorite. Which one scared you the most? Okay, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to start right now. Okay. <laughs> what was this, the scariest movie you ever saw? I don't, I don't know. Probably Friday the 13th. Really? Yeah. The original? Yeah, the original. Or the third one when, when you finally put the hockey mask I, on. I really haven't seen that many of them, you know. I didn't go to the movies that much as a kid, and in Mountain View, Arkansas, you have, you know, like the educational channel and maybe one other channel. So, Well, you yeah. went to the movies there, and they had like a 
the, the screen was the size of a TV, wasn't it? <laughs> you wanted to yeah. see it on? Is, it, is that that's, that's uh, Friday 13th? It, it, that Jamie Curtis? That no, no, did no, the screen. that's Halloween. But, Halloween, okay. But, you know, we so did have Friday cars. Friday the 13th. You know, we didn't ride a wagon yeah. down or anything. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Friday the 13th had Kevin Bacon. In. Okay, so Remember uh, Halloween for me then. pushing a yeah. barrel through his throat. Yeah, ha- Halloween. Uh, oh, I saw all of those movies Didn't first Didn't that freak run. you out the first yeah. time? Yeah. It was a great yeah. movie. Because really we well, went to well all done. those movies uh, uh, back in the 70s. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. That's Carpenter's, you know, opus. Yeah. There's no doubt about that. So uh, do you have a special Halloween kind of horror movie that scared you when you were a kid? You know, we weren't really into that thing when we were, when my parents weren't really into that thing. So I don't, I don't really remember much of any scary movies type. I'm okay. I'll pick on stuff. my wife. I know what movies but, scary for her was Jaws. Right? Oh, uh, you must have seen Jaws. That's a horror movie. I've never seen that as a little kid. I don't remember seeing that as a little kid. I kid her that she won't hang her arms or legs off the side of the bed because she starts to laugh. That's pretty big scar. What year did that come out? Jaws was in the 90s. Was it in the 90s? Yeah. Jaws was the 90s. Yeah. It started the whole. Uh, Tenpole movie, you know yeah. the the summertime being for oh, the yeah, big yeah, movies. Yeah. That was the movie that wow. that started all of that. I have never you seen know. that movie. You never watched never. Jaws. I you know, you got to watch it. We need a bigger boat. I'm just <laughs> telling you, we need a bigger boat. <laughs> oh, and you got to see, you got to see that movie. It's a great, great wow. movie. And to listen to uh, Quig, the captain, tell the story about the USS Indianapolis. Uh, which is a true story. Uh-huh. It was the the ship that carried the first atomic bomb out to Tinian. Wow! Uh, and on, it was so secret, nobody knew where the ship was, and it got torpedoed and went down. And uh, the men that were eaten alive by sharks out in the ocean while they waited to be rescued. rescued. That's a movie. This uh, yeah, there's a movie made about that also. Yes, and I can remember. Of the movie about the true story, they be out there and they hear someone start yelling, and then the shark drags them off. Well, that's what Quint talks about. That you hear the yeah, guys that's squealing. that's tough to watch. That's yeah. tough to watch. Uh, if you go to Indianapolis on the the uh, uh, anniversary of the sinking, they have a monument downtown, and they re- they still to this day read the names wow. of the men who died. When that ship went well, down, I have to go see that next time I go to and Indianapolis. They, they mm-hmm. ring the bell. Wow! Yeah, you know, they, it's, a, it's important. It is in story to remember that. Uh, and and the and the captain was found found in fault at fault, and it was like, why you guys didn't even know where he was? It was radio silence, complete radio silence. Somebody had to take it. It was Ball. great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody had to be the scapegoat. The scapegoat. Which got to go back to your Bible, figure out what that scapegoat mm-hmm. thing was all about. <laughs> all right, go back to your Bible <laughs> and, and learn what well, this We just had the Day of Atonement what a week or so ago. Yep. So, yeah, Young Kippur. So everybody should know that. Yeah. By now. And in New York, both uh, the mayor of New York and the governor in New York are anti-Semitic and attacking they are. the Jewish community, yeah. especially if you happen to be Orthodox Jew which means that you'll probably be a Trump supporter, uh, they're definitely coming after you. They, you know, they, 
they, they Kumo told you to shut down the synagogue. You know where the left is. You have freedom of speech unless you disagree with me. Then you don't. <laughs> unless you're not a Democrat. That's exactly right. right. That's just the way freedom, that it worked for them to recite their narrative. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly. Uh, well, rewrite, they rewrite freedom you, every day. You, you can you can speak anything you want to as long as we we write it for you. Kind of like a penalty and a tax. They can rewrite anything <laughs> they want. Real quickly, let me just tell you the, the movie that scared me the most as a kid. 1956, 57, The Blob. First movie movie with Steve McQueen. All right. That movie scared the living tar out of me as a kid. I remember The Blob. Because you couldn't (laughs) hide from it. Yeah. Didn't matter where you went, unless you went and hid in your refrigerator, I guess. Because you couldn't (laughs) handle cold. But uh, that that was such a great movie. I didn't see it in the first run because I was kind of like, uh, Paul, <laughs> he worked quite well. My, twinkle brother, stage. my <laughs> brother took took me to the uh, drive-in to see that. Wow! And I do not remember what the name. I think it's called like the Hypnotist or something like that. The first uh, the movie that was a double feature, and the first movie was about a guy that would hypnotize women to kill themselves. And the very first scene is this woman. She's getting ready to go to bed and she's got a towel on her shoulder and she goes up to the gas stove and turns on the flame and starts washing her hair over the gas stove and i can remember that scene just like it's yesterday oh. and it oh. showed her hair just on fire and everything and then it cut away you know back then they didn't, yeah, show, they didn't show, show all that wow. but uh that freaked me out to start off that set the tone i can imagine then the second movie comes on this thing creeping around and goo this goo going through so, your how, cracks how, around your windows how stuff. old were you I was five. Oh wow! At the time, it would have been fifty-eight. Was then. that was that not Robert Conrad? No, was he no, in that? no, Stephen Stephen, Stephen McQueen. McQueen. That was his okay. first movie. Stephen McQueen. Stephen to, to McQueen you, uh, yeah. in that first movie. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, you could rely on your brother to try to scar oh, you for wow. a while. Well, huh? here's the bad thing. <laughs> it was it was in summertime. I we got home from the movie. Everybody was still staying up, right? Because nobody wanted to go to bed because it's so hot. But it was time for Davey to go to bed. All right. So they put me inside that dark bedroom by myself. And, cl- and the window, I closed the window, but I knew that that didn't do any good because that thing would come through that drive. Uh-huh. And then the weirdest thing in the world happened when the slat slid sideways in the bed and the bed fell in. Oh. Scared the living tar. I mean, and to this day, when I watch that movie, I get just after watching it. If I go, go into if I go into a dark room, <laughs> I get a very uncomfortable feeling. Oh, wow. I really do. I, I wonder if your brother had a rope tied to that slat. It may have. I <laughs> John, might, John might have done that. All right, oh, take a break. Wow. We'll come. We got more to talk about here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Continue uh, here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Uh, we'll move away from talking about horror movies, although The Blob is one of the classics. <laughs> I've actually bought it and have it on DVD huh. and, and sit down and watch it and uh, and really enjoy it. It's really difficult. I used to show it as a as a classic movie because you could get the the 35-millimeter uh, film of it, and you had a, a projector. We'd show it at theaters. Now you can't even get the 35-millimeter. There's only one copy that exists and it is owned by the town, the town where the movie was filmed at. Oh, wow. And every year they show it at the theater, if you remember the movie. And they won't, they won't give it up. If you, well, do you remember the movie? No, I don't think I ever saw Well, it. it comes out, the blob comes out in the movie theater through the projection hole. Oh, yeah. It comes yeah. out and it starts coming in and mm-hmm. eating the people that are inside the theater. Mm. 
and then it bursts through the doors as everybody comes screaming out of the theater. <laughs> it bursts through the doors. Well, that theater does exist. Oh, wow. And they show the movie there In every Halloween night. At that theater. At wow. that theater. Wow. Now, I would love to to experience that someplace in pennsylvania i should find out where it's the trip i tr- yeah i'd get i do a road trip yeah maybe i should call i should i should call gina and we should go do that we should on tours and, and do one of our tours <laughs> and go and see the original blob wow at uh, the theater for the final scene Everybody would love that. Six seats apart. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully by then we'll be passed by. By the way, I was corrected, uh, and thank to uh, Paul here. Jaws came out in 1975. 75. I thought it was old. Man, that was a uh, year after I left college. Mm-hmm. Holy cow. So I might have actually seen that while I, I was am really while I was a little kid on Guam. We went swimming in the ocean all the time. Yeah, did you you remember going to the uh, the theater that was outside? You know, I don't know that we ever went to the movies while we were on Guam. I don't I don't remember doing that. Well, you just said but, you might have went and saw. Well, no, I might have actually seen it like on cable TV. Oh, or something. oh, yeah. oh, 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 okay. Because yeah. on Guam you could go inside at the at the uh, the, theater. the base theater, yeah. or you could go outside, and I forget what the theater was called yeah. now. If you were stationed on Guam back in the eighties, you'll remember this, uh, and you you would sit outside and watch them because it was such a pleasant place yeah. to wow. to live, unless it was during monsoon <laughs> <Yeah>. time. <laughs> you might not want to go to the theater because you're going to get rained on uh, probably sometime during the night. Uh. Yeah, but uh, Guam was a great place to be stationed. I loved it. A lot of people hated it because yeah. it's such a small so, island. So small. But still, it's a great place. Great place. I, I have nothing but fond memories of, of Guam and the Officers Club. To be what were, what were you. you doing in the Officers Club, Dave? I, at that time, to make extra money. <laughs> oh, you oh you work there? Yeah, I would go and, and do the disco for them oh, cool. on Friday and Saturday nights. Absolutely. And I'd play the music. I had the turntables and all that, mm. and I would do that, and all the officers are out dancing and ringing. I, man, let me tell you what. They didn't cross me because I knew where the skeletons were. They had to be a small officer's They didn't club. call it a, a meat locker for no reason. <laughs> I'm just telling hey, you. Weren't we got to move on to another topic. Yeah, we'll go to another topic. <laughs> we don't want to talk about a officers A lot of stuff here. going on uh, <laughs> at, at that, just the way, way it was. All right, so anyway, uh, today was the first day of, and I'm, I'm trying to talk in past tense right now because it's happening as we're speaking i'm watching it on on tv diane feinstein uh is uh, speaking right now giving her her uh thing oh i like this she's now saying the senate republicans refuse to consider a replacement for scalia until after the election and uh and it's after the election and, and yeah you're right because the, Demo- the Republicans controlled the Senate right. at the time. Mixed government. That's exactly right. If it had been a, if you guys had won the election, remember it was your own president who said elections have consequences, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that was the consequence for you all, Merrick Garland or Garlic Merrick, whatever his <laughs> name was, didn't make it. I forget how that went, but the bottom line. And that's the Senate's it. prerogative. That's they, correct. They, the Senate definitely has Advise the right to say no. and consent, confirm or not confirm. They can choose not to confirm. And, that's and, their constitutional duty. Right. Absolutely. Just like for the president to nominate, mm-hmm. it is his constitutional right. duty, which the president has done as well right. by putting up Amy 
Tony Barrett. And then the uh, people that, the, uh, you know, that Court. this thing, well, you know, the, the election is taking place even now. Yes, they are voting for the people for the next term. Mm-hmm. They don't go in until January, right. January 20th. Just just right. get over it. OK, yeah. right. get over it. Because this, this is term ain't over. When yet. we voted yeah. in 2016, it was for the next president. Sure. And Barack Obama was the president until January 20th of 2017. That's right. That's right. Absolutely. So, you are absolutely correct, yeah. Iverson. So no problem. Thank you very let's much. Let's push on. Yeah. Let's, let's just, continue and get over it, please. They're not going to because they like to lie. They're trying to frame Republicans as not being nice guys. No, they're, they're just saying they're just lying about it. And with the Democrats, what they always do. Exactly the Democrats right. do anything different. If they had the presidency and the Senate, would they hold off? On appointing new just Supreme like, Court justices, just like just like no. Joyce Elliott's lying about how uh, you know uh, Congressman Hill wants to cut Medicare and wants to cut uh, 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 so- Social Security so they can spend that money in other places, you know. And let me just tell you what the bill that she's talking about has in the bill itself. Well, I'll tell you what's in it when we come back. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna leave it out there. Come back for the next segment, Dave Ellswick Show. I'll tell you what's really in that bill when we get back here on the Dave Ellswick Show, 101.1 FM, The Answer. We continue on the Dave Ellswick Show. Okay, so what did that bill say? The bill says that, uh, yeah, we're going to uh, uh, spend the the money. However, that uh, the money spent will not be taken away from Medicare or Social Security. Neither of those programs shall see reductions. All right, and they and she knows that. Wow. State Senator Joyce Elliott knows this, but she allows that commercial to continue to air while she yells that that uh, uh, Senator Hill or Senator, pardon me, uh, Congressman, Congressman Hill is uh, lying about her campaign. So did, Kettle did, calling the pot black. Did she did she actually explain what's being lied about, or is it just the no, accusation? Just, just the blame. Just the kind you of know how you know how I, it goes. I know that I know how that kind of stuff goes. It, it's it's it, wait. It's I just want everybody to understand that uh, that uh, Congressman Hill has not lied about that. No, uh, he is not lying about that. He is not cutting, and and this is what's sad. There's a lot of you that are senior citizens out there. That not only would vote for uh, Elliot, but you would also vote for Biden mm-hmm. because you've been lied to, because you're too lazy to look up the uh, the facts of the matter. It's not hard to find, real Ill, easy to find, and, or just talk to some people that are knowledgeable, and they'll give you the, the whole rundown on this, uh, because you think Trump's going to cut Medicare and going to cut Social Security. That's a lie. It's a flat-out lie. And you're going to put, try to put a uh, a Democrat that is lying his butt off, and by omission and commission. Mm-hmm. All right. You say, what are you talking about, Dave? Well, he refuses to say that he's he's for stacking the Supreme Court, which he will do if they win. Yeah, he said he said it. He said it. That's why we just can't won't let say it anymore. Anybody would do. You know? I bet what anybody would do. Everybody stacks the Supreme Court. No, 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 not that way. We're talking about about adding extra seats. Oh, you're talking about stacking extra seats to it. That's correct, by adding three or four seats. And the way you do that is by legislation, 
and then you turn around and then you turn to your president and say it's a Democrat. You say we need four more nominees, but which you give to them, and then you control the, the Senate. So you pass all four, and you add now you have to the, the majority. So you got the, the majority court. again. The FDR threatened to do that back in the yeah, 30s. and Ruth Bader Ginsburg even said no. He shouldn't have done that. And she deserves to be believed. Yeah, that's what everybody <laughs> says, at least, as long as she's parroting the party line. Uh, yeah. You know, that's just the way it goes. But shouldn't Amy Comey Barrett, doesn't she deserve to be believed? Is that what they were saying against uh, Brett Kavanaugh? And the, know, women, the woman the woman should woman, be, be, yeah. be believed. Yeah. Yeah. His hearing, uh, what was the lady named, uh, the woman that they brought in, the doctor Ford. or somebody? Ford, yeah. She deserves to be believed. Well, Amy Comey Barrett deserves to be believed. Well, she needs to be believed, but I'll tell you what, then Since that means that the lady who has raised these questions about Biden... She about sexually to be being believed. sexually abused needs to be believed. I mean, remember before Harris was the VP pick? Oh, yeah. She said she believed her. Now she won't even talk about it. She put all the dirt out on uh, Biden. Yep. Or not all, because I don't think Tried. we'll ever know it all. She put, she put out, out the stuff that she thought would help her. And, and I always thought it was funny that they said that she was going to do so well in the debate. Yeah, she did so well in the debates that she was out before they even went to yeah. Iowa. She was first out the door. Yeah, before the first before, <laughs> before the first vote was cast, she was already out of the running. Totally. So she did great. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah, she really got eaten alive by the vice president. Yeah. And then the left tried to, because he did it so well, he, he's, they said that, well, he was acting like a man by explaining stuff to her. <laughs> Wait a minute. Did, did you hear about did, no, Seriously, did you not hear about that? No, no, but I, I did hear uh, patriarchal, patriarchal arguing or yeah. something she, like that. She kept saying to uh, to the vice president, don't lecture me, don't lecture me. Well, you know, Biden lectured you. Yeah. Well, when, you don't, when you don't know history, you have to just talk about what you feel like. Yeah. And what you think. And what you feel and what you think is not always in accordance with what the law is or what history is. You're going to yeah. love my new hoodie that's coming. It says, my rights do not end where your feelings begin. begin. Well, <laughs> exactly right. But hey, that's what the, that's what the, that's that's what right. the left does. Right, but they, well, of course they it is. The, they train exactly the truth, how they the do feelings. it. Yeah. Right, but, but, but Harris is an attorney, and she's been through law school. She was, she was a... a top attorney in california she's a first ag female and, ag and so, of color and so the thing is though that with many attorneys and it's not all of them obviously but many attorneys they, they really do think that the law can be what their feelings are they, they literally think they can rewrite the law and they do all the time that's, that's because that's, they don't use this they, the well, constitution it, 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 that's that's kind law of school a, anymore that's sort of like the um the the um no but the, they do use the constitution as they see it yeah, well, like, like yeah. toilet paper. But so they they have a tendency to think that well, we can make the Constitution what we want it to. It's a living, breathing document. That's right, fire breathing, perhaps. But but it's yeah, but only to be changed the way they want they it changed. Want it changed. It, because they, they they literally think that they can make the facts compl- comply with their feelings. Of course, conform they to have. their feelings. They have. That's how Didn't we I hear you were identifying as a woman? Uh, no. <laughs> I tell you what, I was I was a male inside a fem- trapped inside a female's body for about nine months, though. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> for about nine months, I was, exactly. I was a male trapped That's inside a female's body. But well, but I, I, got I guess that. I'm a female in the thing that you know I'm the world's greatest lesbian. <laughs> I love women. 
I'm just telling you. Um, well, I really do. I think this is going south. Here. <laughs> well, I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm looking. I'm looking. At RGR, he's laughing, but he don't want to say laugh. anything. Get in trouble. Anyway. Anything I don't say cannot be used against me. <laughs> not in the court of law in my house. Uh, no, no. According, according to the Democrats, silence is consent. Uh, oh, well, yeah, it's not true anymore. Yeah, That's what they'll say. So you're not uh, safe anywhere. Boy, I can't win for losing. It was. What was it? It was on. Um, I had I played back, um, what was it, uh, Trump saying like three times after uh, the Charlottesville march about uh, white supremacists and stuff mm-hmm. and, and how they should be, you know, beat out of the party and whatever. But, hey, he, he said it. All right. And everybody said, yeah, but you didn't say it during the debate. What? Well, I got to repeat myself now, huh? Is that what it is? Did you Joe gotta, Biden say it? You got to repeat yourself now. And Joe Biden said he didn't want his children going to school in a racial jungle. Did, did Joe Biden and some of these other Democrats <laughs> did, did they apologize for for liking Bird, huh? Senator Bird? Of course not. Yeah, they, that they, was a picture they, was I mean, on the on Facebook so, over the weekend. So, so, so who's Joe who's, Biden with? Bird as he was as he was praising him the high head. There is still freedom of speech in this country. I'm sorry. There's a lot of people that I that I'm against, and a a lot of principles that I'm against. I'm not against people. I mean, Mm -hmm. I love you know God loves everybody and all created in His image. But there are a lot of principles that I'm against. But people still have the freedom of speech. I don't care. Joe Biden had every right to stand up and commend. Robert Byrd, mm-hmm. a former member of the KKK and a member of the United States Senate for years, sure. along with Strom Thurmond mm-hmm. and others who probably lit crosses on people's lawns. Mm-hmm. But but is he going to apologize for standing up with, with Byrd? No, because nobody's going to ask him oh, about it. Oh, well. That, that the would media's be not going to ask it. That would be an interesting That's old debate. news, though, oh, you know. Right. Old. Oh, he's... That's old news, unless mm-hmm. you happen to be Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. Well, what about... If, or any if, other Republican. If, uh, if you say that uh, Barack Obama is clean and he can speak well. Oh, yeah. Oh, there we go. I love A clean, articulate black man. Yeah. So what does that mean? Uh, that, that, uh, I, I like, though, better when the Boston busing stuff was going uh-huh. on. And he said about he, wouldn't, he didn't want to send his children to a racial, to a racial jungle. jungle. So that doesn't matter. No, that doesn't matter whatsoever. Because the Democrats love to go there's, back. There's a, la- there's a large contingent of black folks that are going to vote for Joe Biden. Just because they want to stay black. Because <laughs> they don't want to vote for Donald Trump because he's the white supremacist. Mm-hmm. Did you, I, you tell you what may Biden said? may not be the said. majority, though. It's unbelievable. I don't. Well, it would be, be the majority, but the, the, majority, but it's the, still the minority majority. will be larger. Yeah. Well, I tell you what. I have people of all, you know, Americans of all shades of color to come mm-hmm. into my business, and I see peace. I see people that care about each other. Yep. I mean, I don't see all the stuff that I see on TV in real life. Mm-hmm. I just, I just don't see it. Yeah. I don't see it in Arkansas. I don't know what all the unrest is about because you won't uh, see it in most of the United States. To so, be honest. Uh, yeah, I don't see the problem. And, and where, and where you think, see it again is Democrat controlled. Cities and states, and uh, and I, the people that I see, don't do not support riots and burning right. and, and anti police propaganda and turning over cars and tearing up neighborhoods. The people in Arkansas. Yeah, don't what, support is, what is that. your right? I saw one what was the Facebook one of the Facebook feeds where 
these two uh, black young ladies went to, uh, it was like a birthday party, and there was some Hispanic families having a birthday party, and they were turning their tables over. They were like, you better move because we're going to turn it over. And they were turning the tables over with the cake and presents. So what is your right? Can you defend yourself? They didn't hit them. You know, they didn't do anything to the person, but they, you know, pulled their tables. Property rights are still rights, too. Uh Uh-huh. So, I mean, what would be your response to that? You you better call the police and ask them to to, uh, be escorted off the property as soon as possible. And what about your loss? Yeah. That's, and that's part of the, the stand your ground issue. I don't think you have any duty to sit there and let people destroy your property because the government's not going to come back now and you, replace it. No, you, you said you don't think, but what is the law? Well, the, the, what, the Arkansas. Well, the, 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 this Arkansas, was not in Arkansas. Can't this do was anything. not in Arkansas. Yeah, the Arkansas yeah. Constitution. Can't do anything. I, we had Ed on Thursday. Mm-hmm. And if somebody comes and overturns your table and stuff, that's not considered assault. You can't do anything. It's a destruction of property sort of thing. Yeah. And so you, so shoot, it's a shoot, civil. Shoot, shooting them It's not a criminal. Not it's civil. Yeah, it's, I would think a, that well, I think it would have to be. You only meet deadly force with deadly force. That's right. Not, yeah, you obviously that's don't. Not de- you don't that's use, not deadly force. Yeah, you, don't, but, uh, you don't shoot somebody for overturning but their if, tables, but. Somebody's taking my freedom away from me. I'm going to stand up for my freedom to do what I want to on my own property. And and I believe our I believe our rights come from God. They do, and uh, and I believe whenever uh, the law of the land contradicts God's word, that's where we part. Mm-hmm. You know, that's where we part. And, and and when we vote, when someone votes for a Democrat, that's the type of America that they are voting for. And people can just walk on your property, or you know, you're having a birthday party for a child, and just come over there and turn the tables over and. All you can do is stand there and look at them. What was the point of it? Why were they turning over the tables? Were they just... Uh, uh, Good. What was the point? What's the point of burning down stores? But Black Lives Matter does. The point is just to destroy. That's it. That is the point. To to terrorize. To terrorize. To destroy. What? And so when you vote for a Democrat, that's what you're voting for. So I guess, why doesn't this stuff get classified as terrorism? It should be. Why isn't this? Why isn't this? Why isn't that terminology being used for these riots? It's just. It sounds like because the AP style book now says don't use the word riot in your news stories. They don't even call it riot because it's a racist term. Racist? (laughs) Do they know what racism is? No. No. They don't. Rioting is not a race. That's what the AP style book says now. Racism has a uh, base word. Mm And the base it, word has a meaning. Yeah, if race. you even believe in the concept of race. Yeah, yeah. that's the first. That's the first yeah. thing. Okay, so you have so to believe there's more than one race. I'm, I'm wa- I was watching the Senate confirmation hearing there, and Leahy is talking right now, and I'm sure he was talking about the uh, Affordable Care Act. So he, she sees Obamacare's on. Yeah, that's what she's talking about. And what's hilarious he's holding up a picture of a lady in a wheelchair and i know i don't even have to listen to him he's saying she he she wants to take her care away from her all right we got to take a break that's coming up and then i'm going to let you talk marty are you ready it's like a horse with a bit in his mouth we got more coming your way here on the dave ellswick show final segment here at the Dave Ellswick Show for a Monday. The power panel's here. Pastor Iverson uh, Jackson's here. Artie Hopper from Sonny's Auto Supply. And then uh, looking to my complete right, my Old Testament prophet, Paul Calvert. Uh, Artie, you wanted to say something about ACA. Affordable Care Act is not affordable. And people were getting care before the Affordable Care Act. And oftentimes it was better care. 
and it was half the price. Mm-hmm. All right. With that, I want to change topics for the last few moments. Let's talk about what's going on in Conway. Yeah, so, so Faulkner County has a proposal on the ballot. So currently we've got a half-cent sales tax that is split two ways, right down the middle, 50-50. Half of it goes to criminal justice and half of it goes to roads. But the question is, so, in the past, has half of it gone to criminal justice? Yes, yeah, I think they're, they're, that's, it's, it's been used that way. And um, so, but there's a proposal. Some people think that the roads um, have too much money, basically, the road department. They think the road department has too much money there in Faulkner County. And they want to send some of it to, a little more of it, to criminal justice. And they also want to, uh, from what I can tell, they're, they're trying to start a new, new bureaucracy that, with animal control. We, currently, we don't have an animal shelter for the county. And uh, my opinion is we don't need one. Oh, those of us in the, in the country deal with with stray animals as needed and in the cities like in, in conway they have a animal shelter there so they they handle their their problems there and then the other thing is they're wanting to send a little bit of money to the 911 system so i don't know what the deal is for some reason 911 has become very expensive to to, to manage there and I, I don't know what the deal is i think maybe they need to to revamp the system and kind of rework it all together so it's not so crazy um so they're wanting to send more money to nine one one. So that's that's what it is. They're they've they want to change the allocation of it. They're, they want to reallocate how it's diverted, if you will. Well, from what I've understood here in the past, plenty of money makes it to roads, but not as much makes its way to public safety. And, so, and, so right right now it's it's equal. And it, it, that's not what I've heard, Paul. No. I've heard that they that. Uh, your uh, what city council or quorum court or whomever is making these decisions is not making sure that money goes to public safety. Well, as far as far as I can tell, that the, the half and half goes where they're supposed to go. They're just saying that the criminal justice needs more. Is what well, they're saying. They're saying the criminal justice is underfunded. because they haven't got enough in the past. Because they haven't gotten their half. That's well, from what I've understood. I, I don't think that's true. I think I think that part of the issue is that that the road budget is just. They're flush with cash all the time. Well, well, so I don't know. Yeah, because I can they're tell getting you, the money. I can tell you, I was on the quorum court for one term, mm-hmm. and I can tell you that the the best funded part of the county is the road, the department. road department. The reason for that is because of the half in, half cent sales tax that's in the state. A portion of that goes to the county roads and city okay. roads. So they right. are they are getting a lot of money from that half cent sales tax from the state from that is coming to an end pretty soon. So in a perfect world, we'd let that half cent sales tax that was supposed to sunset and end expire, expire, and then the counties would write themselves because they would be running off of their own taxes mm-hmm. instead of running off of the state tax, but. That's one of the reasons that they're trying to take local control away from that, and they're having a new half-cent sales tax. And this issue one half-cent sales tax is going in your state constitution. There will be no oversight of that money by any elected official, but they are bribing the cities and the counties to vote for it and to put it in there by giving them more money. So as long as... Issue one passes, then they won't have a problem because they will be funded by another tax in the state. But you will have absolutely no say how that money is spent from the state or the city or I mean, or the county 
because it's a designated, and, so, and you, there's no say of what you do with it. So I was talking to, a, I think it was a JP a while back, about this issue, and I think he was explaining some of it to me is that the cities don't want the reallocation, apparently because if they can convince the county to actually raise that that sales tax higher, then they get some of the money. Uh-huh. Whereas right now, with that half-cent sales tax, they don't get any of it. And That's, so the um, Well, I'll get into this in depth tomorrow. I'm going to have Elizabeth... Mm-hmm. Saltelara on tomorrow, and she knows us pretty much as a Bible, and she can talk about it. But I'm pretty sure one of the arguments has been that, the, for instance, the Conway Police Department has not gotten uh, the budgeted money they need to to uh, hire officers and things of that nature. Oh, the Conway Police Department has lots of officers. The 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 the, um, the uh, Faulkner County Sheriff's Department. As relatively few. Okay, well then maybe the, it's a Faulkner County. I th- I'll have I it tomorrow. I think for that's, you. that's that's the issue. That's they want to hire some more. But uh, part of my issue is that, you know, crime is pretty low in Faulkner County in general. I think crime may be a little higher in Conway itself. But the the Conway City PD has a lot of officers. You know, a and, good uh, tax has something in it for everybody. <laughs> well, and I think that's part of the issue. Is there, and that's, that's that's the one we pass. Yeah. Well, and I, un- unfortunately, <laughs> I think that's that's kind of what because originally they were talking about just reallocating money to go to criminal justice and not adding these other other things on there like animal control and nine one one. But I think that was that's part. probably to pull in a few extra votes and for. Uh, and and rightly so, when you consider that the money that's being uh, paid to to ask for people to vote for this measure or against this measure is being put up by one of the biggest road construction firms in the state, and that's and uh, and I don't know what their name is. Doesn't matter to me. The the what matters to me is they will specifically benefit from this well, if more one. money goes to roads. Then and goes and to uh, criminal justice. Well, and that that's frustrating when we have these these giant corporations that are making money off of elections. Well, yeah, it's corporatism. We've mm-hmm. talked about that many a time. We'll pick that up again next week. <laughs> Past drivers and Jackson, R. D. Hopper, and uh, of course Paul Calvert. Thanks to all of you for joining me yes, today sir. on the Dave Ellswick Show. I'll see you next Monday. Don't forget, Elizabeth is on with me tomorrow. Bible guys, I have a best of show for you, and then Elizabeth will be with me at six o'clock. That's all happening tomorrow on the Dave Ellswick Show.